shit ain't safe. Nigga, this shit ain't safe. I done moved around that Gio. I done danced that bitch like Neo. Uh, nigga, this shit ain't safe. And a friend came down for Rio. She done moved in with a whole kilo. Uh, I've been on, uh, I've been getting my power of habit on. I'm in a habit. I do, I wake up at 6 a.m., sometimes 5.30 naturally now, which is, is concerning, you know. 5.30 a.m., I go to the gym. You gotta go to the gym early, especially in the new year. Because everybody, you know, they think this is this is the year, man. This is the year I do it. I'm going to go. And I've been there every single day for since I've been in college. And it's, it's usually just lasts around a month of all this influx of new people. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day. And they're like, you know, I think I understand why people give up on the gym and the reasoning is that they don't hate themselves if you go to the gym every single day and are constantly working hard i think it's because you hate yourself like i think that's the initial driver and then after a while how long does it take to form a habit? I'm going to look it up. Sixty-six days. Then after a while, it's a habit, right? It takes one two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. I've definitely been going to the gym for sixty-six days. Well, not in Recife, but but it like I felt like a piece of shit after that, right? And so. After that, it's a habit. But the initial, to get to that number, to get to 66, you have to despise yourself. You have to hate yourself. And that is the mentality of people that, that turn gym into, the, into a lifestyle, who turn any type of work into a lifestyle, right? If you're working hard every day, like finance, you're in New York, you're working finance, you're working fucking 14-hour, 15-hour days. You hate yourself, but but the product of hating yourself is actually some success, right? And so I've gotten into the habit of waking up five thirty a.m., getting to the gym, working out for like an hour, hour and a half, and uh, and then coming home, walking the dog early in the morning. It's been very nice. Then working all day, working hard all day. Then walking the dog right after work. And uh, then then maybe one chapter of a book, watch a documentary, and then it's bed. And that's life. Work out, walk the dog, work, walk the dog, die. But it's okay because I enjoy that. I Actually, the habit has become enjoyable to me. 
actually today I was I was walking the dog and and uh, a lady came over with her little kid and my the the dog that we have is so amazing. It's a tiny small. It's actually called a a shorky. It's a Shih Tzu Yorkie. Try and figure that one out. Hey man, a Shih Tzu like Yorkie's a cute dog and a Shih Tzu is absolutely hideous. So there's hope for all of us, right? If a Shih Tzu can get with a Yorkie, then you can get with a supermodel. You can do it, man. But she came over with her little her little daughter, who was like probably three years old. And Myla, our dog, is so nice to everyone. And she's wagging her tail. She's saying hello to all the kids. And blah, blah. And the mom says, oh my God, she's so cute. Congratulations. Congratulations. I didn't create the dog. The dog's not my child. Congratulations. I don't have a little Cristiano Ronaldo running around there. It's going to become some sort of soccer superstar. My mom bought the dog. No congratulations are needed. It's like when someone's like, you know, I love, love that. Uh, Love your hat. Yeah, I made it. I made it myself. Thank you. Like, what am I supposed to say? Thank you. I made it. I crafted it. I am God and I created this dog. And now I will walk back and watch a documentary for an hour before I go to sleep. I've been watching a lot of documentaries. I watched a um, documentary on mushrooms. That's right. Get excited. You thought that octopus documentary was exciting. Get excited for mushrooms, for fungi. Actually, I didn't know it was, it was pronounced this. It's called fungi, not fungi, which is, you know, the you know that's, that's what I thought it was pronounced as. It's actually fungi. It was really interesting. Basically, mushrooms can solve any issue you have. According to this documentary, and I am very gullible, so whatever the documentary says is what I listen to. Mushrooms can cure cancer. That's what the documentary said. I'm just saying, hey, don't shoot the messenger. I took uh, magic mushrooms with, uh, well, obviously in Tampa, I said that on the last uh, podcast, but that was microdosing. I actually took them like majorly in college twice with some good friends. And I will say for like three months after taking them, I had a very positive outlook on life. And they were saying in the documentary that pharmaceutical companies don't want people like, like, like the question is, well, why don't they use that for depression or for PTSD? That was what I was asking. Because if you give someone, if they, it's, let's say a pharmaceutical company invested in mushrooms. If you give someone a dose and it cures them for three months, well, that's not good for you. You want them on a pill a day. You want them on Percocet. Is that it? No. Percocet's that's what like the rappers take. What pills make you happy? 
Now it's just going to give me like all these pseudoscience pills. Prescription. What prescription? There we go. Not just everyone selling their random pills that aren't FDA approved. What prescription pills make you happy? Happy Prozac. What did I say? Uh, promethazine? No. What did I say? <laughs> All right, Prozac. They want you to take one Prozac a day because you need it forever. Mushrooms, you take a couple magic mushrooms and you have a positive outlook on life for three months. Well, that ain't making anybody money. I wonder if they could like harvest just enough. Is that what they're doing with like microdosing? Can you like get mushroom pills? Like actual ones? Everything I look up is like bullshit. I don't know. Anyways, the documentary was called um, Fungi Fever. Let's look it up. Sorry. Fungi Documentary. Fantastic Fungi. Cue it up. Watch it. They have great time lapse in there too. I never knew I could get so excited about mushrooms. I never knew. And there I was, captivated. The main guy, the main scientist, back to the cancer claim. His mom got breast cancer. She had she had really bad stage whatever breast cancer. She starts taking turkey tail mushrooms because she's so old the doctors like, "Well, chemo we're not going to waste chemo on you. You can't handle it. You'll die. Get your affairs in order. She starts taking turkey tail mushrooms. And then he's like, she's she's cancer free now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the connection is. I will say <laughs> I will say this. The man, you go to fantasticfungi.com and guess what you can do? You can buy this stuff. So who knows? They're all lying to us. I don't know. I just, I don't want the stuff that cures cancer. I want the magic ones. Is there any use in becoming like very educated in mushrooms? Like could that, is anyone interested? Like I was thinking about this. I was like, I kind of want to get the book on this. I want to read more about mushrooms. But really like I only read so I can bring stuff up. It's all selfish based with me. I only read so I can bring stuff up at either dinner parties or with friends or family so that they look at me and they think, wow, how interesting, how well read. Do you think mushroom guy is going to be, uh, is going to be the panty dropper? And be like, I took Accutane for four months, so I couldn't go out of the house. And so therefore, I learned about mushrooms. Do you want to learn about turkey tail? How about... Where'd it go? I'm going to be like, oh, yes. Uh, well, I'll let you know about... Um... I can't find the name of a mushroom now. What's happening? Okay, now this is genius. Once you're on fantasticfungi.com, you can't get back to the home screen. You're shopping now. If you click, if you click on the shop, there's no exit. <laughs> genius. All right, I gotta 
pipe it in again. I got to do my joke. I'm going to be at a party. And what am I going to be like? Well, Tremella mushrooms promote healthy skin and shiitake can help immune. And myataki is the hen of the woods. Don't forget about lion's mane. It's like, they're going to be like, hey, stay away from mushroom guy. Personality quiz. Which mushroom are you? This website has everything. You're a turkey tail. Okay, what other documentaries have I been... Um... Oh, speaking of that, so it came up. I'm watching this documentary. My mom is there. And I'm like, she's like, we got to get some of these magic mushrooms. By the way, it would be hilarious to take magic mushrooms with my mom. She would be... She would, she's so religious. She'd be like, God has spoken to me. She'd be annoying for three months. Um, but I asked her, I was like, wait a second, you, you never took mushrooms like back in the 60s when you're growing up she's like no i'm like loser <laughs> nerd alert i was like yeah i took some in college mom she's like well how'd you feel i was like fantastic i was fantastic fungi it does it makes you feel good you got to be in a good place though i've heard of people having really bad trips i don't know they had like guides in this documentary like people with like major disabilities are taking it and they have like a guide that's what i need i need a guide to be like no it's okay the door is not talking to you that's impossible you're fine and they're like rubbing my chest with vix vapor rub and patting my forehead and saying you are loved you are loved you are loved stop hating yourself and going to the gym every morning. What are you working towards? You're never going to make the Olympics or an NFL team. Stop hating yourself. Work out, walk the dog, work, walk the dog, documentary, die. The other um, documentary I was watching is about, it's actually really interesting although it is just theories is by a guy named Graham Hancock. And he's thought his main theory, and I'm going to fuck this up majorly, but his main theory is that the time frame of when humans uh, came into existence is incorrect, that there were humans before the ice age which is like thousands upon thousands of years before what uh, scientists currently say um, is when human life started. And so he says, and I'm just going off memory here, so bear with me. He says that there were humans before the Ice Age. The Ice Age happens which of course causes like fires and floods and everything else. And all of these different religions and spiritual texts all over the world explain a giant flood happening and then someone uh, teaching people how to forage, how to... Um, 
domesticate animals, how to do this, right? This is all, these are all texts that exist in different communities around the world. And they're all very eerily similar. So his theory is that there were super smart people before the ice age, ice age happens, kills most of them off. The people that then develop after the ice age, you know, like the hunter gatherers aren't fully developed and the fully developed people from before the ice age teach them things. And so he's going around the world and he's finding all of these sites, these pyramids, um, these different, uh, like he goes to Atlantis, he finds like the bridge of Bimini. Um, his point is that human life doesn't have to kind of start at one place and evolve linear from there. It can actually, there could have actually been very smart ancient civilizations. Then there's hunter gatherers and they kind of lived um, in conjunction with each other, which to me kind of makes sense. And he uses all these spiritual texts to kind of prove that all these, like why did everyone have the same story? Right. If it's all like myths, right. I'm not saying that, you know, there are spiritual texts that talk about giants building the pyramids are correct, but why are all of the stories kind of eerily similar with there is a apocalyptic flood and someone then comes to save them, right? In Mexico, there's a God um, in uh, Indonesia. There's a, there's a, literature about some god helping everyone um in the bahamas there's another thing you know it's all kind of common and it's very interesting but the vitriol this guy is getting for just for just asking questions um archaeologists what i just saw an article because you know i was interested afterwards so an article it says it's the most dangerous show on netflix I was like, the guy asking about the, how old the human race is? Like, why is that dangerous? Who gives a fuck if they were... Does anyone really care if someone... If humans existed before the Ice Age or after? Like, who is this affecting? Other than nerd archaeologists are like, nope, nope, we have our one story and that's it. Why can't someone constantly learn and ask questions? I thought that's what science is all about. And he's got some pretty, like, shocking proof. Like, like there's, there's one place in Indonesia. It's on the top of a mountain. It clearly looks like some sort of pyramid built by humans. All of the archaeology or all of the Indonesian scientists around the area say these rocks don't form naturally. These are human-made. And then when they do like a um a radar of the site there's chambers underneath and then when they test the the soil and and some of the tools that they find they all date back carbon date back to way before what science allows us to or uh, what science tells us is when humans uh began on earth so that 
to me, that's all the proof I need to start excavating. They refuse to excavate. They refuse to check it out because to them, if it proves that humans existed before the Ice Age, well, then all of their prior work is moot. And they don't want that. God, I hate people. Who cares? Ay, ay, ay. I think it'd be kind of cool. You know, all of the legends come from these prehistoric Ice Age people that actually were like really smart. The Ice Age killed most of them. And they're like, hey, idiots that are roaming around hunting buffalo. You know, you could like plant like corn, right? And then harvest it. You know, you can uh, gather a bunch of animals, make a mate, and then eat the young. Like, hello, chillo, it's a base. Here's music. You're welcome. Anyway, check it out. It's called... I don't know what it's called. Ancient Civilizations. Graham Hancock. I love that archaeology... I love that, like, in any circle of people, like, archaeologists, like, are territorial, like, and are, like, protecting their, like, theories. How lame. It's like the NFL finding out that concussions were, were you know, seriously affecting players into their older age. And they just try and sweep it under the rug because, well, if, if we know that, then we have to deal with it, right? These are the same people. It's, it's like any group of people you get together and they just become like weird. Most dangerous show on Netflix, The Guardian. A show with a truly preposterous theory. What's the preposterous theory? He found a road... In the Bahamas, underwater, that led to, that was leading somewhere. I don't know where it led to, but they found a road underwater. And they're like, well, no, that's a naturally occurring road. A naturally occurring road under, what the hell? The water rose after the Ice Age. That wasn't underwater before. Why doesn't anyone admit that? I'm like literally yelling at my TV screen. Why? <laughs> I don't know why they care. I don't know why I, I care so much about this Guardian article, but it is really pissing me off right now. Most dangerous show on Netflix. The most dangerous show. Some old guy asking whether, hey, you think humans could be older than what they say? Like, you think maybe there was, like, a civilization before the Ice Age? Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, that's dangerous. How dare you even think? I need to read this article. Why am I getting so worked up about this? I think I'm going insane. I need to stop. I need to just watch. Watch a romantic comedy, eat noodle salad, and let my mind zonk out into oblivion. I'm reading too much. You know what it is? Ignorance is bliss. Once you read and learn, oh my god, life sucks. Never learn. Don't learn anything. That's my advice. 
the results. Oh my God, this guy who's writing this article is so disgusting. He's so condescending. Here's one, Ryan. The result, sadly, given it's about an intelligent life form being exploded off the planet in hail of comet fire, is preposterously boring. That sentence is preposterously boring to you? Intelligent life forming through a hail? or No, intelligent life existing through a hail of comet fire is boring to you? Hancock goes over, goes to a place and says, they want you to think this, but it's actually that over and over again. I once got trapped at a party with a flat earther. It was a very similar experience to watching this. This motherfucker just compared a guy that found a civilization in Indonesia, got 10 scientists together who all agree and tested and tested with technology, the carbon within the tools to prior dating the Ice Age. This motherfucker just related that to a flat earther. I want to find this dude and beat his ass. Who is this? Oh, it's a woman. Arwa Mahadawawi. And then at the end of this condescending disgustingness, she says, if you're able, please do consider supporting us. Only with your help can we continue to get on Elon Musk's Musk's nerves. The fuck is she? This is, this is the most ridiculous. Yeah, you, oh, only with your help can we piss off that genius who's way smarter than anyone that works at The Guardian. That's why no one. Re- That's why they're selling ads at the top of their shit for Mailchimp. That's why Comcast Business has a giant ad on your website. You loser! No one reads you. You have to sell ad space. There's 19 ads on this article. Congratulations! Oh my god, she's probably a fucking joy at a dinner party. Hey. I, I was watching this interesting documentary and I was doing some research and uh, I want to discuss this. By the way, I'm not against her view. I can, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Explain why you think he's wrong in a logical manner. And maybe we can have a, a normal conversation together and I can be like, oh, you know, I didn't think of that. But to be completely dismissive, immediately means you're not a cool person. You're not fun to be around. Anyways, moving on, watch the documentary. Um, I actually, um, you know what our extent, you know, one last point and then I'm going to get off here. You know what our extinction, our extinction is going to be. We don't need a fucking flood. Social media will be our extinction because we're all becoming idiots. We're all losing our mind when some guy wants to ask the question about human civilization, which in all totality doesn't affect anyone. Like if he found out that people existed before the Ice Age, how does that affect anyone? It affects no one. No one gives a fuck, right? 
and and yet this is the most dangerous show on Netflix and this is being blasted out on social media. And then people are going to read this article on social media, not read the article, not look into Graham, not watch the documentary, not do their own research, and then just say, oh my God, you believe that? And now everyone's becoming dumber because they read a four-word article headline that you just posted so that I would get mad, click on it, and see your stupid ad for Comcast Business or the New York Times or, or MailChimp on the side. That's the whole point of this article, by the way. Working in advertising. Say the most ridiculous shit to get someone to look at my ad. That's going to be our downfall. Social media. We don't need a fucking flood or a fire. We're all going... We're going to lose... All of the smart people, like the Elon Musk, by just making fun of them. And then it's just going to be all of us idiots playing in the mud together. That's all I got. Hope you enjoyed the uh, Sunday. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the Sunday Punch podcast this time. And uh, I don't know when I'll do the next one. Thank you. Bye. We are 42, but let's have some sex. Then let's blow some ticks. Got me getting high on the Percocets. I can hear the blue face calling. Yeah, I'm full of that juice. If you run up, I'm sorry. I told you. Think this shit ain't safe. Think this shit ain't safe. I done moved around that Geo. I done danced that bitch like Geo. Think this shit ain't safe. And a friend came down for Rio. She done moved in with a whole kilo, huh? Stop, uh, never stop, uh, as a cut, uh, for the drops.